This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get reward points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18+. plus. Rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is sponsored by Magic Rock Brewing. Currently, you can get free delivery on all orders over £40 and 10% of all online orders by using our code of TakesThatChance10. Jackson's there, Billy Head, a goal, Chris Billy Huddersfield Town, the most famous goal of Chris Billy's life. Is this the moment for Lee Fowler? It is. Take your place in Division 2, Huddersfield Town. Champion Steve Simonson's boots now. He's missed. Steve Simonson. Clears the flame of the goal and collapses in a heap of tears. Huddersfield Town are promoted. Stephen Schindler has a chance to write his name in Huddersfield Town legend. And he takes that chance. Welcome to episode 83 of the Andy Takes That Chance podcast. The cold days and nights are drawing in and we're all wrapped up tight with our socks tucked into our shorts as we look back at the draw with Luton, bring up a player in focus and look at the international break. Uh, Wearing the snood beard, I'm Matt and in the cashmere line fleece, we have Neil Wayne in the woolly hat and scarf combo. It's Richard Kosmala and having to start wearing clothes again this week, it's Brady Frost. Uh, And you may notice that we've been joined this week by Tom Bradshaw, uh, he's going to be providing the eye candy this week, but in cartoon form, uh, as uh, Tom will be uh, doodling away in the corner. So if you get bored of us lot waffling, uh, you can then watch the master at work as he draws the uh, the points, uh, the general points of the conversation. Uh, so hello, everybody. How are we doing? Good. Uh, look forward to some international football. Uh, there was a game on earlier, wasn't it? Let me just find a game. You need it to get this off your chest first, don't you? I know you were raring Mate, I, to I have get so this much going, rage but... for it and that as well, but <laughs> Sky had it live on one of the channels and that as well. Anyway, you, I'll come back in when I found what it was. It was that bad. All right. Uh, right, so we'll, we'll dive in with Luton. So I think we've got a, a bit of a shorter um, agenda this week, so we'll try and uh, keep this uh, under 1 hour 50, which is a, a task in itself for us a lot. Uh, so we'll start with Luton Town. So... Um, it will live the way near the Faroe Islands. It will live on Sky. What are we doing? Anyway, it's going well on, already, isn't it? It's going well already. Shut <laughs> up, I'm, I'm used to this now. I'm used to this now. But... <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> right. It's all right. Lithuania 1 2 1, in case anyone uh, wants to know. Nice. Uh, yeah, so Town were given the runaround, Huddersfield Town, that was in the first 20 <laughs> minutes, really, by the brilliantly named 
uh, Kiernan Dewsbury Hall, who has to be on our shopping list, surely, doesn't he, for uh, for January or this summer, just for the name alone. I think he'd fit in great around these parts. Um, so, yeah, so slow ta- uh, slow start for town, uh, Huddersfield. Uh, punished, really, through slackness at a, a set piece, uh, which to me wasn't a foul, but uh, I thought the referee was decent other than, other than that, um, to be fair to him. Uh, so what did you guys take from the, the start to the game? It seemed a little bit sluggish, a little bit tired maybe, uh, Neil, do you reckon? We looked, I'm on, yeah. we, we looked uh, <laughs> completely gassed out, didn't we? We just looked very leggy, very lethargic, not with it. There were no tempo at all. Um, Luton looked, I wouldn't say they looked particularly rapid all over the pitch, but they just looked a lot more lively than we did. Um and he could just see a goal coming, to be honest. So, oh, it was just um, all, all the way through. We, we had little peaks in it, but all the way through, I thought it was, it was quite a, a dull watch, lightened up by another great goal from us. It seems funny to say dull watch, Cosy, doesn't it? Because compared to some of the stuff last season, it was it was brilliant, really. But I know what Neil means. I think compared to some of the stuff we've seen this season, it wasn't on the same level, was it? But it was still still watchable. Yeah. No, it's like what I said last week, Matt, and I said to Neil before we come on, has anyone seen the fixture list between now and, and before we December's see the side? It's it? ridiculous. And, and we've had it before and kind of come on to my rant international stuff later on. But I just think you've got to give a lot of credit to Luton. I did warn you that they were good and their away record is sensational since Jones has took over. I couldn't believe in it. Yorkshire. Yeah. Have you seen it in Yorkshire? They're unbeaten yeah. in Yorkshire in about eight games, eight, nine games. I'm not having yeah. Middlesbrough, though. No, <laughs> I'm not having but I, I to old boundaries, a, Neil. Yeah, bollocks to that. The, no, the one thing I, I, I keep, we'll is, have to tall trees and they can have whatever they want for Teesside. Yeah. I'm going to put my positive head on here because two, with two teams massively improved from last season. If you think of July when we played, two teams, mm. last orders at the bar, two two drunks at Weatherspoons getting thrown out, shambles. <laughs> they were worse, they were better than us. But I just thought. I, they were, they're really physical. They're kind of old school football, I thought, Luton. They're really, uh, we don't do right well against them as a rule of thumb, do we, when we play them? But Strong I just, arm. I think, what, again, I don't know if it's just coincidence, but second half, we seem to be a second half team, don't we? We uh, One or the other, isn't it? it? It seems to be we'll start well and then second half will fade or first half will be a bit poor and then Carlos gets to work at half time and he sets things sets things, sets things straight, doesn't he? So What I'll say though, um, Matt, is like, you disagree with me, but... Sir, Always. he didn't need to do that. He's got <laughs> Stearman, the rock, Richard Stearman behind him. The guy's going nowhere, you know, and that's, that's just poor, that, for me. I, 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 he didn't t- for me, he didn't touch him, and he, he threw himself, but there's a, the, on the Access All Areas video, there's a good angle of it, and, and it's, it's, I know what you mean. It, it, Sar doesn't need to make that motion, but the guy did dive, but Sar made it easy for him as well, you know, at the same time by going in the way he did. So, yeah. I but the the one point. thing that I didn't feel on Saturday, which Preston, you felt from their angle the other, a few days before, once they got an equaliser, they looked like they had the momentum to go on and win it. I didn't feel that on Saturday. I thought, yeah, we had half an hour to get to win it, but it was just one of those games like you said, I didn't feel that we were going to kick on and win it. And again, it'll probably come back a lot more to our bench and how we can change it and stuff. And guys out of gas, I was quite happy with the point in the end. And then, I would just, we were saying, I kind of said to you nearly at half time that because we were losing four defeats out of five, or was it three out of the last four? And all of a sudden it's like ooh, a bit of a wobble. But, you know, yeah, when I took stock and kind of the end of the game, you look, we're seven off the bottom three, we're five off the top six, which, you know, maybe is a bit ambitious. Yeah. So I was kind of happy with the point because I'd want to say, Luton are good side, mate, much improved. 
on, on positive side of it, I mean, it wasn't a great game to watch. It, obviously, it were legs above anything we saw in the last season. But it wasn't a great game to watch. But that goal was sensational, wasn't it? When it, when you watch that back, we've, t- we've took them apart again. It was it were very, it was very much like four or five goals we've seen under Carlos now, where all start starts with Ben Aimer, little pass, and before you know it, 10, 10 12, 13, 14 passes later, it's in net at other end. And I think the best bit for that Neil is a, a guy that I didn't think had a great game on the day, Lewis O'Brien. He was key in that. In it's yeah. it's the ball into him, sort of in in the number six position, yeah. and that spin, you know, and and his his sort of speed in transitioning over the first five. Five yards to get the to get well, ball rolling is a bit cliche, isn't it? But his it was his sort of speed of movement there, which which opened yeah. everything up. And one thing we've noticed as well is that uh, I think other podcasts, you know, Stephen Chicken's written about it as well, is that we seem to be very left side, very lefty oriented at the minute. Yeah, we are. And Peeper seems to be coming in into sort of an advanced number eight position quite a lot. And and um, you know, Stephen was saying that against Bristol City, that's what they were trying to get him to do because they felt that. He was less effective coming in, but not against Luton. He came in and he made he made you know he into almost number ten position, and he played his part in feeding uh, Harry Toffler. We'll talk about in a short while, and it was finished Brady by the Zalm, as we'll call him, uh, or yeah. Rude Van Eating Roy, whatever you want to call him. Eating Roy, he said uh, that's salmon in Spanish, so Dutch for salmon. <laughs> Google um, Google yeah. Translate, a quick one. It probably means something completely different, but there we go. Um, yeah, no, it was it was a great finish. I think what was really interesting was like it just seemed to be the actual goal when he heads it seemed to be in the air for so long, but you just knew it was going in. I don't know Dutch about you guys. Boo, they? Yeah, yeah, no, no. You, I remember you tweeting about it. <laughs> hang it was, time, um, wasn't it? It's all exactly about the hang right. time. Yeah, it just like you just knew it was in. I think um, touching on what these guys said, like obviously, I, what I didn't realize going into the game was this is the third time we've put you know we've played Luton last three games. We've had a different coach. We had Hudson. When we lost two one, had Cowley and obviously, um, but I think we lose that game last season, and I think that kind of shows you. Obviously, it's not like we're going to go for promotion or anything, but I think that shows you how far we've come in a short space of time. Very much. I so. do think, I do think the thing that helped us though was I think Luton, Luton was still trying to trying to counter and try and nick it. Whereas obviously, when we saw with like Birmingham and and Preston, once they'd you know got it, they were happy to sit and not really push, whereas I think Luton was still trying to catch us out. Um, but I think, like, the whole, just, I think this Luton game, for me, kind of sums up our season a bit. You know, we play a there's, we have a, we start, we're not too great, Luton kind of come into it, it's sloppy defending for the goal. I know we'll probably come on to it, people were blaming Dear Carby for not picking his man up, and yeah, yeah, he's at fault for that, but I think it's just bad defending all around, really. Um, and that's it, it's those lapses in concentration, because, especially in the Championship, you can every team can see sloppy goals. We know that, but I think Towns' issue is it's the chances that we create. We don't really create that much. I mean, obviously, apart from the the Iting goal, which was great, but again, after that, some stats on that Brady as well, which I'll come in with. Sure, in I'm sure you will. Now. But um, well, yeah, I, I think that's the thing. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I know you were. <laughs> I'm not. Happy with that. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. I think that's when you kind of realise what our creative issue, like when our creative issue is really apparent when a team does take the lead because we concede a sloppy goal. And then it just kind of highlights that we don't actually create enough in terms of chances. Um, yeah. So but yeah, I, I think the point was a fair game really. Yeah. So one thing I've, I've noticed in the last sort of three, four weeks is that town don't do well against the low block. Uh, Luton for me position themselves in a low block. You, you looked at the, initially they started playing four, five, one, four, one, four, one. 
uh, and it was very tight. The space between defence and midfield was was really tight, and we we could not get in anywhere because they sat deep. We couldn't get behind, and because uh, the midfield also sat deep, we also couldn't you know infect you know get into the pockets of space between you know the sort of half spaces if you like between uh, central and out wide. So that that to me was smart from Luton. I thought they were I thought they were poor. Uh, in terms of uh, technical ability, but they were excellent in terms of uh, organization and and like Cosy says, you know, being, being strong, you know, and, and solid leading. team. Yeah, solid um, a solid team who probably don't have any stars. I think is probably a good. Yeah, well coached, aren't they? Yeah, I think it, and, yeah, they are. I think it'll serve them well this season. I don't think they'll go down. Yeah, they'll they'll, they'll, they'll be middling. I think with fine. us, I think, and, yeah. and fair play to them. It's the the decent. Um, but yeah, so the the thing that we picked up on is Town sixty seven percent possession, um, which is which is all well and good, but the point behind possession is you've eventually got to do something with it. And we've had 13 shots during the game, which eight have been blocked, uh, but only two on target. And this is now becoming a reoccurring theme where uh, our expected goals, I know a lot of people don't always believe in it, but our XG rating is below one again. So constantly it's now dropping below one. So um, by the way that we're playing, we're not expecting to score more than more than a goal a game at the minute. And especially against teams in the low block, this seems to be... Uh, I'm going to I'm going to trip over myself and say a low block is a stumbling block if you like, uh, and it just seems to me that if if teams sit off us and let us play in front of them, when then we still we're still struggling. And um, but in credit in credit to town, we kept going and we changed things a little bit and and we got that point. And I thought at that point we would uh, go in and try and win the game. I think we did. Uh, I thought the effort was there, uh, but I thought the organisation from Luton and the fact that they did pick us off or try and pick us off meant that we weren't quite as committed and. That's all I really have to say about the game. I think that's all there is to it, really. It was kind of an okay game, uh, both. And I thought if, if one side deserved to win, it would probably us, but a draw was a fair result in the end. And I think you'd agree with that, Cosy, wouldn't you? And think that a draw was probably fair. Yeah, I don't think we did enough to win, but a couple of things I was straight. I don't know why Benzer didn't come on. thought he should have come on and we could have done something different. 100%. On his tandem. 100%. With Neil on the back, back seat. Yeah, yeah I've gone there. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what Schindler would have seen from coming on. I, I call him Isaac now. It's not on Ben's. I call, just call him Isaac. First yeah. name terms, you're on the tandem. He's, he's, he's loving the, the Instagram stuff we're sending him, by the way, Neil. You'll, 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 going um, back to the goal, though, don't you just love an header, though, where it kind of goes the other way, you know, kind of heads it the other way and it time stands still. You know, normally yeah. headers are kind of, kind of flying out the bottom by the post. That's the looping. Keepers flying, yeah. The fact it didn't and it just everyone just watches it and it just nestled in. Immediately you watch it and think, bloody hell, that's another good goal there, isn't it? And that as well, but yeah, but I mean, again, we mentioned it against Birmingham. We mentioned it the other week. We mentioned it again. We're playing with 10 men every other week with Dia Carvis playing. Rubbish, man. Absolute rubbish. And he, he is I thought we were going to get away without mentioning Dia Carvis no, then, but he's, he's come up. The, the elephant why is, in the room. Why does Carlos <laughs> keep playing him? I don't get it. I think Surely it's because not. because there's so many games. I think you've got to play. You've got to rest and Benzie. You can't flog him, can you, so to speak? And Benzie's not used to that amount of games like and, and then you kind yes. of think maybe Aaron Rowe possibly but you know Carlos knows how well how close Aaron Rowe I'll is and honest, he's been playing right I, back I, hasn't he I, I just pick anybody anybody uh, Bakuna, play, I like Bakuna wide yeah, right mate. I think Bakuna he's sort been, of he's you, been can, been you can put up with his one, you can put up with his messing about a little bit more out wide you know mm. the, the indiscipline you can kind of understand but at least Bakuna will stick one or two decent balls across a game even if he is playing like an absolute whopper like like he can do but I think it shows like, the restrictions on the squad with not yeah. having either Bakuna or Pritchard even on the bench for the last couple. And, December's you know, the, the, really going to show this up gonna as well. Really, it's going to really stretch it in December. I think, is the yeah. nine games causing in December? But, do we have to do nine? Yeah. 
I think I think the one thing that we really are looking sparse of, obviously we know all about the goal scoring situation. We all said that we needed extra firepower there. It's apparent. It's it's screaming out. Nice Phillips scored nice again the other day. Absolutely, but get him get him on bench. Get him up wide, wide on bench. Last ten minutes on Saturday, chuck him on. He's in rich rich vein of form. Confidence will be high. Get him on bench. Give him ten minutes. Yeah, but Carlos did give a just, reason. Well, we'll I'll, I'll mention it now, we'll Neil, just, and then we'll let you carry on. But on. Carlos, Carlos did say that there are certain aspects of his game whereby he needs to learn more, and he's only just come back from a long injury, and they're needing to build him up to that level. But so we've not got five strikers then. Uh, four point four, well, three point five, if you like, three point five. Um, but also, you see, we're really, really short on when your two best attacking and creative outlets are your two fullbacks. It just shows you how much we really are lacking a sort of figurehead to, to lead the charge and in the creative stakes. We are central just, midfield, especially. Yeah, we're, we're really, really That's short. What I mean. You can buy any striker you want, it doesn't matter. We're not no, creating out. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. We're really, yeah, really limited. Philly, and, Philly doesn't matter. So, you know, that's, that's got to be looked at. That's really got to be looked at for January. And well, we're, hopefully, it's, hopefully it's been looked at now. Ready we're cre- are, we creating out, are we creating out, Cozzy? <laughs> no, I mean, you like, said that about four times in a row. There so. were the two things, and there weren't even nothings really. But the first half, dear Carby, you know, absolutely. I mean, the speed of that ball, I could have, you know what I'm trying to say, but the keeper pushed it round, but he should have done so much better with that. And then it was a difficult chance, and he were knackered anyway. But last seven minutes, Campbell, that kind of when it came across him in the box, but really. The thing is, it's not even it's not more. even funny anymore. It's just annoying. It's I just, just feel sorry it, for him. Yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I, I genuinely don't. And, and do you know what? It, it, it looks when he gets subbed near end, he looks genuinely pissed off. Like when oh, I did mistake yeah. subbing him, he shouldn't have been starting, mate. That was a mistake we've made. Is he is absolutely dire. He offers us nothing. Literally, I've no else to say about him. He offers us nothing. That's it. Do you think it's, um, I mean, one to, to, you know, speculate, but do you think it's to kind of prove a point? Because we didn't get Aaron Rowe, we didn't get a winger, so he's playing him. He's giving him a chance because maybe, maybe he will, you know, turn around, but it, it doesn't seem to be coming anywhere. So do you guys think it's maybe proving a point? Look, this no, squad isn't good enough, I, we need I, a winger. I, I, think, I think it just shows you, I said this at the start, at the start of the season, this one with fear was the lack of depth. And I said that there'd be, one, there'd be one player that sprung out amongst all this and did the click at Leeds. And that looks like it's going to be my mate Isaac at the moment. Karoma. Who's, show, who's shown something every time. Yeah, but Karoma... Don't make me get this out. Karoma weren't an outcast though, Matt, in, in the same... In no, the but same he, were, he, he, he'd done nothing, had he, previous year. I no, think there's but, quite a few of up the levels, but, but he, I know what you was, mean. And Benza was, he, he was, was on the for very the home, wasn't young player, whereas Benza was sort of on the... You know, castigated sat, he was sat he was outside in rain with Congolo and Dekabi and <laughs> Race Brown and whoever else and you know Karoma cost us on Saturday with his greediness for me. Yeah, I did. don't want to knock the guy but yeah, square and, and maybe we're winning that game. But it, the trouble is we're feeding on scraps and the, the thing is we have Benza you're like you always want to give people a chance. I cannot remember one game when I'm thinking it's kind of going to flicker it in life. It reminds me of some of them crap fireworks you used to get at bonfire night. Has it gone out? Has it even started? Is it? Do you go over and see it, pick it up? It's like nothing's kind of firing at it. It's honestly, I don't, it just worries me a little bit now because, like, why? Car, Car, Carlos has done a great job and 
I rate, he's obviously rates a lot of players, but it's, you're flogging a dead horse there, mate. He's and, more of a sparkler than a Catherine. Yeah, is that what I, I hate to pick on individuals. It's not my style, but. And Benz, and Benz has done all right this year though, hasn't he? That's who you're talking about yeah. there, isn't it? Yeah. The, no, no, dear Carby, mate. Dear Carby, I oh, thought you said Benz. Yeah. 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 No, 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 I mean, dear Carby's. It's like when it but, rains at when bonfire night. Like you said, Matt, though, with, a, with them nine games, sorry, Brady, uh, we're going to be using them, mate. Again, it's a fact until yeah. January comes. That's true. I think, I think the problem is we all say it when we have the group chat stuff like that. And it's all about twit with everybody else. It's like kicking off a game with 10 men. Mm. It's, it's, it, that is that bad. It is that. It's, it offers I us think, nothing. I think the problem is, Neil, it's not even just offers up going forward. It's costing us games. It cost us Birmingham a goal. Yeah. It cost us Saturday a goal. It's like, it's just a nightmare. It's <laughs> weird, it isn't it? Cause... Million, did it? Shall I read some comments out from uh, from YouTube then? Shall we, yeah. shall we get moving on with this? So there's some good ones coming in. So thank you to the 40 or so people who are watching online. I've embellished slightly there. It's 38. But there's 38 watching online. Um, Damien Wales says uh, he thought it was a poor game to watch. Luton on a great run in Yorkshire at the minute. Uh, thought their goal was poor to concede. Build-up play was decent. Think we'll finish top half. Uh, Jacob Hurst makes a good point about Mbenzer. He said he had a fitness test before the game. Uh, presuming him not coming on was a result of that. Uh, Terrier Mulak uh, says there is a player somewhere in Dear Carby, but he's not shown any of it since here. Pretty sure he's left all his ability in France. Be. I keep telling you, Neil, he was signed to replace Kylian Mbappe at Monaco. Stew on that again. Stew on it. I keep telling you. Matt, I remember when you said you, that. <laughs> I remember when you said that on that I've been clinging Boris to that podcast two and a half like, years. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> I knew they would love that when I said that. Um, yeah, and um, yeah, Jacob says he looks like he's won a raffle. He couldn't replace Des Hamilton's good let's be fair. Oh, Desi. I, Champions I finest, yeah. Just to kind of wrap up on Dia Carvey, because uh, like we don't, everyone yeah, knows, but yeah, it's like sick. with Mbenza, he went on, he went back to France online last season. And I, I do wonder if it's Dia Carvey, if almost he should have done that really, because obviously he went to Forest and Forest fans talk, you know, you know, accused him, and you know, we got all those videos of him just knocking balls out. And I wonder if he kind of needs to go somewhere. I mean, he's out of contract to the end of the season. Could you imagine doing a highlights reel for him now to try and sell him? The thing is, Neil, you say that, but obviously, I remember when we signed him, and you you saw the highlights reel on YouTube, and you're like, bloody hell! I mean, like you can make any player look good on there. He's. Um, I did some. I did some stats on Dear after right. for the game. I didn't. I didn't really want to use this, but he's. Um, Rubbish. He's not scored oh. for um, sixty-seven games. Dear Carby, uh, sixty-seven appearances. But let's, he's let's not be scored in, and it's almost three years since it's he scored. Not a, goal. a surprise, is it? Oh, good to see Danny Ward there. Uh, so, wasn't it? Yeah, well, look what you've done to Tom guys. <laughs> did Ward did Ward even touch ball though? I don't think he did, did he? I can't remember him touching it. Oh, he, he looked uh, looked like he has to uh, be training this week in the national break. Mate, like he, he needs to shave that tash, man. What is he doing with that? But he looked yeah. more youthful than Dia Carby without touching ball. <laughs> Let's leave Dia Carby alone. No, poor Dia yeah. Carby. It, st- it yeah. stopped the rot, though. It stopped the rot. We couldn't afford to lose three in a row going into international break. It just gives us something a little bit to kind of chew on and. It's, it's sad to say it, isn't really, because we, we've lambasted Bakun and Pritchard a lot of times on here, but what Brady said before about feeling sorry for the car, but he's actually right, you know, we should, because... He's, he doesn't want not, to play crap, does he? No, it, no. Yeah. It, 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 don't, it, it, it don't turn up to be rubbish. He just he's thinks, gutted when he comes and off. It's, it's, yeah, and just, I just think it's one of those where 
for his own sake now, he needs to take out of the line because, I mean, let's be fair, if there's a crowd in there now, lad's crucified, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. The lad I is think crucified. people just laugh at him, to be honest. Yeah, but... but it, yeah. It'll be that sort of mock laughter. Yeah. It'd be a mix I mean, how old is... But, how old is he? 24. I mean, and he's come over, 20s, from, yeah. Yeah, come over from France. Yeah. He's come to Huddersfield. Imagine coming over from France to Huddersfield, really. You'd be a bit... Uh, how many McDonald's drinks they've got near the training ground <laughs> at Monaco? Though, that's that, thing. Today, KFC, I... Mon- KFC and McDonald's next to your training ground. Today, today when I went into the garage, and I've, I'm a big Pippa fan, but I think he must have been half cut because the headline on the front exam today is Pippa, I prefer Huddersfield more than Barcelona. <laughs> now, <laughs> Honestly, I can hear rain rattling on uh, my windows. That Marston's speaking. chicken, mate. Can't knock it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll do. They're all queuing. Share <laughs> price has gone down. Yeah. Elson, Steve Mooney. It's to the low, though, isn't it? But, yeah. To be <laughs> fair, though, I, I, I just... Normally, Luton at home, you think we should win, but I just were cautious of them, and they were good. They were a lot, you know, better than I thought. So, I thought it was a good point in, but... I'd like to win. Forget yeah, that. Yeah. You did? I, I think this is a good good lead on to Brady. How did how did the predictions go? I got well, out against Bristol City. We'll just get that one in because you missed it. Thank you. I went in last week. That's fine. Right. Well, that's not the point. Well, anyway. Um, well, Matt, Worse did than you bring Tony Walsh did one with a crown green bowling thing from Canal Side from 2010, whenever it was. You still hear that every five minutes from those two. Anyway, Matt, did you bring the predictions up because you got a correct prediction? Of did, I cor- did I do oh, this correctly? Did you, Matt? Oh, Matt. Speaking, nice. of, speaking of stopping the rot. I predicted a 1-0 win for Huddersfield. Uh, Cosy predicted nil nil, uh, and Neil predicted two one when Posum, who's not here, predicted a draw as well. So what 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 about the Bristol City ones that you missed? You might as well run through them, aren't you? To be fair, shall we just make okay. this podcast no, about Bristol City predictions? Yeah, just run through them. <laughs> Neil, what did you predict for? It's Bristol like you've never City? predicted a, a result before, Neil. For, for Bristol City, I think I predicted a two one. Two one win for Bristol. For I predicted two one win for Bristol. <laughs> well, there you go then. I'm, I'm banging on about it though, am I? <laughs> Three one win for. I, I, I hate doing predictions. I never get any right, so I'm taking it. No, you got to do it. Uh, yeah, Cosy predicted three one win for Huddersfield. I don't know what you you were on there, mate. Same Pippa Barcelona. Um, Went and, out uh, together. <laughs> two one win for Huddersfield for Matt as well, and uh, Posa two two. I think Posa just like predicts two two every game. But there we go. Desmond, he loves a Desmond, don't he? Uh, right, so, okay, so we'll move on. So uh, we'll throw this out to you guys right. online at the minute. We're going to talk about a player in focus. The spotlight is on Harry Toffolo uh, this week. So uh, let us know in the comments what you think of, of Harry Toffolo. And uh, in the next few minutes, you will probably realise that uh, we think a great deal about uh, our left-back. I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm speaking for these other guys without even hearing their points. But, uh, Cosy, uh, you predicted Harry Toffler to win the uh, player of the season uh, in our season preview uh, this season. And so far, that is looking good. And I think everybody seems to have had the same idea this week about talking about who's going to win the player of the season. I had the idea after Luton and exa- the examiner have done it and uh, so have the official Huddersfield Town uh, Twitter feed as well. So we're probably last to it like usual. Uh, but I've taken some whoscored.com uh, ratings for Harry Toffler and uh, whoscored.com have him second in the top-ranked left-backs. I've, I've only done this for left-backs who've played over four or five games because you get a silly sample size if you do anything less. Uh, so Harry Toffler is currently ranked second in the left-backs in the championship. So according to them, statistically, he's the second-best left-back. Um, he's behind Omar Richards of Reading. Uh, so he's the fifth-best in the league for not being dribble pass, not being beaten on the run. Uh, fourth in most interceptions, second in shots blocked, 
Uh, offensively, he's the ninth most uh, shots outside the box, eighth from inside. Uh, he's fourth for successful take-ons, and he's second on passes and sixth on key passes. Uh, so all of that combined together puts him in second spot um, in, the, in the championship. And I'm, I'm going to call it, uh, I'm going to say that Harry Toffolo is becoming uh, one of the best left-backs outside of the Premier League. And not only do you throw in um, all of these stats, which make him look impressive, you also throw in the interviews that he does uh, and uh, the way he conducts himself around the club. And you've got almost the whole package here. You've got, not only do you have an excellent left back, but you've got a, a bloody decent bloke as well. You know, he's, he, you know, he's becoming a fan favorite. Everybody likes him. Everybody at the club likes him inside, outside. Harry Toffolo is getting himself up there with the likes of Simon Charlton and, and Tom Cowan, in my view, but he just needs to stay around and stay consistent for a bit longer to cement that spot. So what do you guys think of Harry Toffolo and uh, where do you think his projection, his career sort of projection goes from here? Cosy. Yeah, I mean, his instant impact was amazing last season. We really needed it. We, his fullbacks were a disaster. If you remember last season when we were sinking back to League One and he really gave us a big boost. Uh, and one of the reasons I thought we stayed in the division uh, and he likes, obviously, that, that goal at Derby. That was a nice uh, finish on that as well. But yeah, the, the thing that I like about him, we're supposed to play fullback in the in modern game. Now you've got to have energy. You've got to have the, the energy, the engine. Yeah, I know times have been said. Maybe his defensive work is definitely probably the uh, the thing that he probably needs to work it's on good. the most. But it's good. Yeah. The only thing I couldn't yeah. find is how how many uh, meters he covers or kilo- kilometers in a, in a game. That's the only thing it doesn't have. But I would imagine he's up there as well for in terms of energy from getting up and down the flank as well. My only worry about him is just how we manage him because you can't really rest him. And like we've mentioned, these games coming thick and fast, you you would be. Yeah, it'd be a nightmare. I mean, Jaden Brown, we were kind of waxing lyrical when he came in start last season. But for me yes. to swap Brown Brown for Toffolo would be, wow, it, it wouldn't be a good yeah. swap really at the moment. So though, I, I honestly think that if you like you say this trajectory, if he keeps that up, I think starting next season in the summer, I'm, uh, I don't fancy putting on my uh, BBC Sport Twitter feed because I can see the papers say the rumours and this because yeah. you know, 25 you know, as well so yeah, he's, you know he's a good player when you see one mate I think it makes me laugh on his Instagram because he's, he's clear he's got a lot of friends he's like living the dream really because mm. I remember when he signed he always wanted to test himself in the championship and people are like his friends are like wow here he goes again out of the man yeah. this that and the other and tagging him in so it's like they're like wow you know he's, he's come from this level to that level and now he's bossing the championship can he be a Premier League you know what why not I think so why yeah. not mate is is the epitome of the player who's probably had chances a bit earlier in his career, higher up and not quite done it, and really knuckled down, dropped down. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cosy, what, what's your favourite away day? Matt, it's got to be the city ground at Nottingham. Just old school stadium, you're right near the pitch, great atmosphere. But there's nothing like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? 
Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Premier League's really knuckled down and he's sort of out to make himself a career. And fair play to him. He, look, he looks bloody good, doesn't he? Um, I, I said a few weeks ago that him and Pippa are vital to how we play. Um, losing either of those would be verging on disastrous, if we're being brutally honest. Well, Pippa's got a hamstring problem, hasn't he? So yeah, he might be out so for be a, three week, two, which, three weeks. Yeah. Hopefully, that's fallen at a good time, just in time for the international break. But th- those those two are pivotal. Toffolo's been exceptional since he came in, and I'd actually really love to hear him speak about the difference. Obviously, because obviously he's a Danny Cowley man. Danny Cowley signed him. Trust the process, hear. Neil. Trust the process. <laughs> I'd, 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 I'd good human to, being and all that. I'd, I'd love to hear his views on playing in a Cowley team and that style and his role and how that's changed in this current style and the freedom he gets and obviously bombing forward all the time. Cause There's a little bit on that in the town preview. thriving, doesn't it? Yeah, if you, if you watch the town preview on the official channel, he talks a little little bit about that. There's yeah. a little section on that, which is... But I'd like good. to get the, the nuts and bolts behind the scene, sort of no old bad version. But yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, it, it, it just looks... He looks a player and he's, and he's giving himself a chance, isn't he? He's giving himself a chance. And as you say, if he's, he's playing for England at this rate, Brady. Yeah, I think <laughs> uh, best thing best thing uh, Danny did. Or Italy. Yeah. yeah um, I think, to be honest, lads, I think we need to stop talking about him and stop talking those stats because, you know, it was the same with Carlin Grant last year when we were doing bad. I, I think it's when you notice when other people who follow the championship start talking about Toffolo and like, or Grant, or your player, you realise, oh, it's not just us, you know, he's playing great and other people sit up and take notice. And yeah, to be honest, I, I think he's a great player. I think, he, like Neil said, he's spot on, he's, he's key to our play. I think you touched on it earlier, Matt, there's a lot of stuff down the left and I think that's because Toffolo wants the ball and also because his delivery, I mean, his crosses are great as well in an attacking sense. Um, my concern is, you know, like like Cosy said, a, a bigger club might come and get him. I think that's the thing we've got to be, you know, if he keeps this up, I think he's well on his way to be playing the season. Uh, great, you know, great shout, Cosy. And I think that's my worry hanging on to him because uh, I think he's going places, you know, like you say, for League me, Two, League for me, One. With stuff like that, can do it. If, if he's been talked about, it means he's doing well for us. And that's all a, a club in our position in our league. That's all we can worry about at the moment. If somebody comes in, We'll, we'll get a decent three for him and he'll move on. And you know what? Players like Toffolo, you, you, like Grant's gone sort of under a cloud, and he? Mm. You know, from being our best player, comfortable last year, he's sort of left under the cloud with the, you know, downing of tools, etc. Whereas Toffolo goes, and I think he's one of those players where you'd all be absolutely gutted if he went, but genuinely want him to do the best he possibly can because he's that kind yeah, of player. Yeah. Mm. I think the Absolutely. thing is for me, it's like, in any job anyone ever does, it, if you're happy and you come into work, you do a better job. And to me, every time I see yeah. him coming in, and I know, I know we've read the, the club Instagram, all I have, but he always makes me laugh when you see him arrive on one app. He's always smiling his face. He's always... He's really oh, funny. He, he looks like he's happy to come to work. He can't wait for the game. He can't wait for three o'clock. Can't wait to see right? Lewis O'Brien, can he? That's the... No, and I think the thing is, it's like, brilliant. And, and it's, I think it was an interesting celebration. I think just ran and he won't run into the bench or anyone. He was trying to find his mate Ali because he'd laid it on a, well, he want to play it, but it was brilliant cross. And yeah, we need to stop talking about him, like you say, Brady, because uh, I just enjoy watching. Now. 
Yeah, I enjoy watching him play. And we, yeah, Danny Cowley obviously, yeah, divides opinion, but he's got that one spot on there. Neil, who does this remind you of? This might be one for the, uh, no offence, Neil, but this is one for uh, town fans who've been watching a bit longer than the most, <laughs> <laughs> Brady. Uh, so he's made over 100 appearances, uh, you know, physically thick, up and down all day, puts crosses in all day. Uh, remind you of anybody from the 80s? You know, six foot fullback. Other Malcolm side. Brown. Yeah, Mally Malcolm Brown. Brown. Yeah, the shades of Mally Brown. I never really got to see him, but... Nah, but, but not, not like Mally Brown. <laughs> I never about? saw him. In, in, the, in the attacking oh. sense, it is, because he was a bit of a rampager. <laughs> but, it, I mean, obviously, it's a different, a completely different style. But he, if he carries on how he is, we, we talk a lot about the great fullbacks of over the years, obviously, even going back to sort of Ray Wilson days. But then, obviously, more recently, your Simon Charlton's, your Tommy Cowan's. Um, Kevin Sharp. Kwame Adutu. Robbie Ryan. I think you've got you've got the makings of, of, of a player here who, who is he is probably Premier League bound because obviously if he's rated second best in champ already and he's yeah. clearly showing that and people will be watching him and it's whether they think he's, he's worth the punt to take him and I, I, I just like the fact of it's how he is and no. it's the, like I mentioned earlier on, that he started off at a couple of decent clubs, like, like that Norwich won it. Yep. So you know, and then he's he's not quite done it there. Norwich, had, drop, Norwich had Jamal Lewis down. coming through. Yeah, so he's, he's, he's dropped down, got, gone all the way down to work himself back up. He's backed himself. Fair play to him. He, look, he looks he looks a bloody good player to me. Yeah, the, the Mally Brown. I'll just clarify the Mally Brown thing, cousin. Yeah, that was because Mally Brown played two hundred and fifty games in a row. At the other side, and Harry Toffolo strikes yeah, me yeah. as a player who just constantly keeps going. Yeah, will not know, in, touch wood, yeah. physically fit. You know, you up know and what? Down. You said they're second in the in the league, but there's an argument for me. Senor Avila and uh, Senor Toffolo, the best fullbacks in the league, at least top three, mate, for me. And Com- uh, combination, yeah. But like you said, Neil, it's worrying that that's our just best outlet for a goal. Really, attacking wise, we need to sort that out ASAP, man. But it's not. It's not that long since we had two very very good fullbacks. If you go back to Tommy Smith and Chris Lerber, who were mm-hmm. exceptional at the mm-hmm. time, and these two played a completely different way to them too. Um, well, but, Toffolo reminds me very much of a Smith style. Yeah, but he's, um, th- these two, because of the style and how we play, these two really are pivotal to to us. And you know, God forbid that they get injured and, and miss games or worse. Leave. They are now, innit? But yeah, let's up Shall we read some comments out then to, to finish on that point? I think. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah so let us find uh, the comments about Harry Toffolo here. So, yeah, Terry Mulak says, uh, player of the season so far, shown great consistency in defense and also been our most dangerous player in, in a tack. Uh, Andy Dwoski says, uh, Toffs looks to have stepped up a notch since last year, uh, a bit like Smith did under Wagner. Total buy in. Hope we don't come under pressure to cash in. Uh, and Jacob Hurst says, I'd say his most underrated attribute is his attitude, conducts himself well and seems the ideal professional. Let's just hope we can keep him past January. We're going to make big money on him. Uh, and Richard Hookie says, uh, bloody great player. I think his defence needs to be better at times. Uh, and then HT Space FC says, uh, Pieper and Toffolo for a combined total of just over 1 million. Hopefully two players that can help us challenge higher up in the championship in future seasons if we can keep hold of them. And don't, you know, don't that's you a good point Matt, about them being a million. You know, imagine the sell the sell 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 price. Matt, don't you think? I mean, again, it could be talking bollocks, won't be the first time, but you know when a player kind of comes up the divisions and 
don't you? Th- I, I, I'm trying to think of kind of other place to back up my case, but Stuart that, Pierce. Yeah, <laughs> and right it's almost like right down, wow, I you know I can prove it myself. I can do it, and then it kind of you know rather than maybe someone who's been in the the Premier League who's Someone who's no, lived in that bubble, you know, that sort of yeah, Premier League and, and comfort they zone. Been he's had to, Man United, yeah, Man he's had to go home, he's had like, to wash yeah. his own kit, you know, make his own meals and yeah. stuff like that. And he's, yeah. I suppose he, there's an argument for the other way saying, well, I'm going to, he left Man United, I want to prove him wrong or whatever to, to get another club in the Premier League. But I just feel it's almost like if I were him, like, I'm on the ladder, right? God, I'm proving myself in the Championship. Because every time he is in that team of the week, you'll always see him put a picture of it on his Instagram or whatever. So it's like, he's like thinking, bloody hell, I'm doing. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for this level here. What am I ready for next? So, yeah, I don't want to get carried away, but you can't. Yeah, not yet, Harry. You know, just you calm down. A couple of years later, <laughs> yeah, mate, you know, and hopefully we'll get there. Yeah. And, uh, you, can, you can enjoy that ride. You know, that'll be 10 uh... years, mate. We'll get your testimony <laughs> against Bradford City, mate. Don't worry, Harry. <laughs> yeah, against Lincoln, managed by Danny Cowley. That'd be an interesting one. Yeah, um, uh, interesting maybe. Yeah, some on toffs. I spoke to a Lincoln fan the other day, and he was. So this kind not of still going on about that offside, Tom. Are they? Oh, yeah, they are. It's exact straight away. That's Jesus, exactly tell it, mate. Exactly. Tell him the rules <laughs> of that season state that it was onside. Um, oh, kind of a bit of a point that you brought up, Neil. So about Cowley as well. So they've got Appleton at the moment, and he says the football is ten times better with Appleton. Look, I'm I'm a massive Cowley fan, but obviously, if he's saying that Michael Appleton is um, playing more exciting football, then that's, that's a very good point. Like that. Yeah, we're we're very lucky at the moment, I think. And then he was just saying how good Toffolo is, and I'd just echo about yeah, he's just amazing, isn't he? Really, what a signing! Best one really cost. What, what? How much? Five hundred grand. Jesus, when you think of so much money we've wasted, and yeah, five hundred grand. <laughs> Pippa, what for? Four hundred grand with it. Nine hundred grand for them too. What a steal! So, if any uh, rival fans are listening, uh, we were talking about a, ca- a Dharma deer Carby there. <laughs> yeah so that's it for the comments so brady you have so we're kind of almost not quite a quarter of the way through the season and um what does the data tell us in terms of how town are performing and how they could perform over the season yeah well i I thought it was interesting because um what we talked about this how how much we looked at in that but um we're nearly a quarter the season in as you say uh so i wanted to kind of check where we're at so um, last season, 11 games in, we were 20th with eight points. Uh, this season, 11 games in, we're 13th with 14 points. Now, again, I might lose a couple of you here, but if you average it out, we've got 14 points at the moment. If you average that out, points per game, um, that's 1.27 points per game. So you spread that over the season, that's 59 points pretty much. Um, so where do you think we finish in the table with 59 points? If you average it based on last season. 13th, correct. Um, season before that, we'd finish 16th. Season before that, in 17-18, uh, we'd finish 15th. In our promotion season, we'd have finished 14th. Now, I thought this was quite interesting. Can you remember how many points we got the season we got promoted? 81, because we always get in playoffs at 81. 81 in fifth place, 125. You got the Stato glasses over there, haven't you? You could just but, need your dressing gown on. I knew you like that one, Matthew. I do, I do. But yeah. just, just on the point of like the reason I did that, I think that's quite interesting. So you can, again, um, to talk about the other, the other podcast, Steam Chicken, he said in terms of all the stats, we're kind of bang average in the middle. You know, we, we're not the worst at this, we're not the best, we're kind of good at this. And I think 
that kind of illustrates to you um, that we are going to be mid-table. And I think, again, I mean, I predicted mm. them to finish 21st and I think Neil predicted for us to get relegated. So I think... Really, I, the only, negative the lot of you. Really, yeah. the only thing I want to throw back at you, mate, is I'd agree with you if this Just were a normal a season, but it's not a normal season, mate. The oh, games are coming thick and fast. You've seen Reading all of a sudden they've won the league and now they're going to go down. It's like, I just think this is, I know what people are saying they're going to kind of, you know, kind of, I'm trying to think of the word, but, you know, this is how many points are going to keep going like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. December, I, it does worry me with that squad. Neil, we were banging on about it, weren't we, before the window and it yeah, scares I, me, mate. Wickham away. I mean, that that normally you'd be thinking get three points there after Stoke, but they're two bloody hard games then now all of a sudden. And You can't call it. This league no, tight. They're in, they're in an outstanding team. It's it's a bang average league. And you look at, I mean, you look at Watford's squad. That they should be, they should absolutely walk this division with that squad. They've got you know Glenn Murray, Troy Deeney, Andre Gray. You get your eye out of any of them. Sa, that's the star. Sa, you know, yeah. so you've got you've got all them. Jabedra. And it's just a, it, they're looking bang average and they're looking beatable and you can get at them and that just about sums up this league. Have they still got Delafield as well? You can, get it, you can get at anybody. No, he's gone. No, no he, he went. Win, the game, so it's just weird. I, I watched that Cardiff Bristol game on Friday night and Cardiff should have won about eight one. Oh, Bristol, yeah, won, uh, Bristol yeah. scored one 0 and then all of a sudden we should have probably beat Bristol. Well, it's a bit, bit of a big call, but we were beating them. And then they're the second now. Are they it's like? I just yeah, tired. Yeah, I think the the thing you can say, like obviously taking stats out of it. And I'm just talking about watching town and how I feel about it. I, I do I do feel like whoever we're playing, I think we've got a chance. Like yeah, I don't definitely. no matter who it is, I think we maybe we could get something. We've not felt that for a while before. We've Absolutely. not felt that for a while. I mean, if you went for the last couple of seasons, going one nil down on Saturday, we just a joke, didn't we? One and done. Yeah. And it's it we were but the trouble is nearly scared it. Pippa all of a sudden Pippa's out and Toffolo 50-50. Then I'm thinking, have we got a chance? That that's what it, it's great, but it's underpinned, I think, by well, some three got, key players. Of course it is, and, and but, but so is every other team in the league. Yeah, you don't hear about it. You know, every other team in the league will have those one or two that you think, oh God, we don't lose them. From Watford, obviously. But uh, one thing I make a point on them as well, Brady, is that because of the short turnaround, I think I said this. I might have said this in the season preview, so I might be repeating myself a little bit, but. Because of that short turnaround, I think what we're seeing is the three teams that got relegated have been in a much better position to jump straight back. Uh, you know, because there's there's you know the transfer market the way it was and how saturated it was, as as given teams like Bournemouth teams like I'm using that phrase, but given Bournemouth, Watford, etc. I can't remember who the other one that came down was Norwich. Norwich, that's the one. It's, it's given them a better platform than what they may have got. You know, you can't really say that for definite, but it feels like the lack of money at this level and uh, the short turnaround has given them a, a bit of a boost, to be honest, especially because they, they all, apart from Norwich, finished the season reasonably well. So Bournemouth and Watford finished quite reasonably well. Yeah, and so, I think with Norwich, sorry, Matt, like Norwich, they didn't really spend when they were in the Prem, did they? <laughs> no, I but I'll tell you what, there's a, there's a 71-year-old uh, man uh, not doing a bad job in uh, Yorkshire. Sorry, Neil, but... Mate, Mr. Warnock again, early doors, but he's unbelievable, isn't he? He's <laughs> unbelievable, isn't he? I've only just noticed Tom's background. Yeah. Cosy and Pippa at Castle Hill. <laughs> yeah. 
enjoyed you go walking, Kazza, you got quite a lot. Maybe Pippa could go for a, you know one of your strolls with you around. Uh, that, 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 must, that. that must be how all our right backs have got a look because that could be Toby Smith and all, couldn't it? That looks yeah, like that looks like, that looks like Peeper and Danny Adams. No, does that Tom, to me? Like, what are you doing with your hand video? in that drawing? Get <laughs> <laughs> the awkward uh, cinema you I know, I don't, mate, it's COVID. Keep hands, face, face. Tom, get that deleted, man. But yeah, it's uh, it's it's an interesting division. And it's, God, we were saying this like three, four, five seasons ago. And we just, you don't know who's going to win on any kind of given night at the moment. And Sheffield Wednesday, obviously, getting their points back now. And, and probably a new coach, that's going to give them a bit of impetus. And, is even Wickham away when we play them next week. Sorry, we, Chef, yeah. Chef Wednesday coach looks like it's going to be uh, whoop, whoop, the sound of the police, I'm afraid. So that's a, yeah. a really interesting, a police actually means police yeah. in the Philippines, just for anyone who's wanted to know that. But uh, yeah, he looks like he's on his way into Sheffield Wednesday and that is a bizarre appointment for me because there, there are some yeah, good absolutely. some good ones that they could have potentially, progressive appointments they could have made, but if, if Tony Pulis. He followed Monk at middle, but weird. Yeah, that's oh, a strange, yeah. strange one. Yeah. Thing is, he knows how to get there, but do the business, though, Matt. Matt. tonight, uh, he, he did. I don't know if he's he's gone a bit past that now. I don't know. This is a big one for a minute because if he cocks this up there a bit, then it's like he's done, isn't it? Yeah, you think so? Yeah, Brady. Have you got any uh, Papa Papa John Pizza uh, news from last night, mate? How did our uh, friends get on down the road? <laughs> oh, I don't know, mate. But can Papa, I just say, um, Papa John's on, Pizza, mate? So while we're on Wednesday, I'm. Uh, I'm sure we're all very upset to see Gary Monk lose his job. I know. Oh. <laughs> yeah. The timing were weird, wasn't it? Because you Monk trumpet. Him, didn't it? Yeah. I actually wanted series. to keep that job though, because yeah. they'd have gone down if he'd have stayed. Yeah. Chan Siri though is a weird man, isn't it? Because the last week he was saying that he backed him after the game, and then they get a decent result on Saturday, really, and he's gone. But the thing is, I could. Chan Siri is a strange. Guy in it because he came in, you know, big fanfare and didn't work out with Carlos because we not that were their chance, wasn't it? When they played us and they've they're recovering from that, but yeah, Pulis will. Uh, I think he's a good appointment that Matt, but we'll and see. he takes that chance here. Eh? That's what it could have been if we were against <laughs> the podcast, but there we go. Uh, let's uh, so we'll finish off the podcast with what's coming up over the international break. Um, so, uh, in terms of the international break, I know we're all excited to see the international football out with Cozzy. Uh, but what do uh, town focus on for you guys? For me, it's breaking teams down in the deep block. That's no secret. I've made that this every last three or four weeks. But what are you guys hoping to uh, to see when town come back from the international break and no injuries as well? Touchwood being been one in particular. I'll start with uh, Brady. You look like you're champing at the bit there. Yeah, um, so I was kind of reading some of the stuff they were saying about how spend the international break, and he was saying um, they're going to kind of bring people up to speed, so like Ward, Vallejo, Romani, and Green. I think that's the kind of important thing for me, like we've touched on the squad. I think we need to get the players, you know, more players back in, especially, what is it, nine games in December. So I think that's going to be really important. I agree, like, it's the, it's the chance creation thing. I know it's... Um, I think it's one of them really where when players aren't there, they like they seem to be better than they are when, when they're there. But like there's been so many games where I just think like, oh, if Bakuna or Pritchard was there, I'd, maybe something would have happened. And like I, I know nothing probably would have happened, but uh, I don't know. Like so I, I agree with you, it's that chance, it's the linking, you know, linking to the strikers and giving them chances. Cause you know, I know we uh, criticized him last season, but I have to say for Asia Campbell, um he can he's 
been finishing the chances he gets this season. And you know, Ward, I know, I know Stephen Chicken bangs on about how good he was at Cardiff and how Cardiff fans were disappointed to uh, see him go because he had quite a good rate off the bench. So yeah, he's I think got he like every one and a half games, didn't he? Across like he's got like every yeah, was, twenty minutes or something, didn't he? It was decent, and he is meant to be our first first choice striker. So um, yeah, just getting chances for them because I, I think weirdly enough, the strikers we do have seem to be finishing. It's just giving them chances to finish. Silver Fox. Key for me is having as many bodies fit as possible when we return because that's one hell of a schedule, mm. and it's uh, it's going to really test us, really, really test us. And I think we'll look at team a lot, and I think we'll go, but I think we're going to have to suck it up because it is what it is. I think I think the thing is, Neil, you've only got to look at Duane. Once Pippa came on, the quality, yeah. the better quality. If, we're if, like, if we can there. return, if we can get to January. And be roughly where we are now. I think we'd all take it, wouldn't we? Let's be honest. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah, I think I think this might be a, a struggle. December looks like a struggle. Romani Edmonds Green is one that interests me a lot, though, because he can play right back as well as centre back. Obviously, he's not going to attack like uh, Peeper does, but you know, defensively, he's we don't know, decent. do you? <laughs> well, you never know. It's the Carlos effect. You never know, do you? Yes, Stearman can play right wing back. Yeah, we've already seen him flying out that touchline, haven't we, with his uh, receding ponytail? But we'll. Uh, We'll uh, we'll move on. I just, I just hope. Though, I mean, God, Christmas is even though people are putting the trees up. I've seen on some of my uh, social media, but even though that's a long way off, I just hope that we do that we get enough points for us not to panic in January and bring in mm. signings. What you know, a short term because we need to kind of stay. Well, loans are bad. We've still got four no. loans that we can we can make an involve in the first team. I think we've only got Iting at the minute. Have we? My memory's going flagging. Yeah, I think. Any, any reason? Say that again, Brady. Pereira. Yeah, but yeah, he didn't play, does he? But I think now I mean, score feels Smith, back. I don't really see much. Smith Rowe's not getting games. Fingers crossed. Yeah, there you go. Smith Rowe, Emil Smith Rowe. Phil, if you're listening, we love you and we love Emil Smith Rowe even more. You know, make it happen, please. Pretty please. Christmas, etc. Yeah, I don't know what uh, I t- tell him or his agent, but it doesn't look cool. Move he was going to play. There. Said he was going to be involved in the first yeah. team, didn't he? Emil Smith. He, he, was he, he could John's play Premier trophy. League. Could, he could play Premier League. Yeah, Papa, John's, yeah. Papa John's trophy. Yeah, Papa John's in rugby league. Have you seen that with rugby league? I know we digressing, but with rugby league, you know, they took Papa John's as a as a main sponsor, and mm. all that they do is provide free pizza after the game for the players. They don't pay anything. Really? Don't mention uh, pizza, mate. I love it. I know man. people people complain about our sponsorship. Anyway, are we nearly are we nearly done? We're done, mate. All that there's so left to do is thing. to say uh, we'll bring you on to your special announcement in a second, um, but because you have a, right. a, a special one. But yeah, so um, Brady, you've got something cooked up. I'm going to try and write something about corners. It, it, it promises to be an enthralling read for anybody that looks at our website. Uh, and Brady, you've got something coming up. Can you can you give me a hint, Matt? <laughs> Sorry, this got is... a couple of things coming up, haven't you? <laughs> got a few things coming oh, up. Oh, you're not, you're um, not helping. You're not you're getting any help. Uh, right. Okay. Well, I'm speaking to Huddersfield uh, Town women's manager and assistant manager John Wimpenny and, and Marcus Wilkinson. So that'll be coming out as a pod. Um, we've also got plans. Is this is this what you were getting at? Yeah. Yep. Yep. We've also got plans for. This is called in, t- in the business of uh, podcasting, Brady. This is called teeing you up. Yeah, Tom, me up, you're right. right on what he needs to say, please. <laughs> yeah, do you want me to just scribble my is, hand and just push it? I don't know. I don't, you know, <laughs> got, got a lot of irons in the fire. Um, so we will be doing next week a special non-league podcast. So chatting to some non-league clubs in the local area. 
And um, yeah, tune in. It's going to. The, the, one, the one confirmed, definite guess for that so far is the big out town really chairman, James Howard. Yeah, good lad, James. Spoken to him yep, before, so that'll be that'll be interesting. Um, and Neil, uh, sorry, have you finished, Brady? Yeah, I was going to. I was going to hand over. Ah, um, uh, you do. It, you know, then go on then. It's right, the business. Okay. It's called teeing up, isn't it? Off God, this is professional. <laughs> you know. Um, and yeah, that's my announcements, but. I think someone else has an exciting announcement. <laughs> it's so, much done, better than mine. Yeah. Done into local radio style. Um, <laughs> yeah, obviously people have seen all over social media the last couple of days. I've been hammering it out everywhere. We are opening a new Andy's Man Club uh, in Brighouse starting this Monday. We've got a superb venue lined up at Town Hall Dental. Um, they've offered us a nice space free of charge to do our thing. Um, if anybody does want to come along there, if you're already a member somewhere else, you just need to do the track and trace online that you already know about. If it's anybody new who wants to come, please email info at andysmanclub.co.uk. Um, it's not a great deal to do. Just send them an email, then they'll send you some details. But yeah, Brighouse, I think it's it's needed. It's, it's another one that's needed. Um, we've actually grown since we returned from the lockdown. We've actually grown by four or five clubs now because um, there's little offshoots coming because certain venues we can't use. So we've opened in, I think we've opened one in Rochdale. There's one in Batley now as well. So we're, we're covering everywhere around here. But yeah, I'll be uh, not with the Huddersfield anymore. I will be running the Big House one. So Neil, that. I saw it today and instead on telly that since COVID, male suicides two hundred percent increase. It's absolutely shocking and staggering, mate. When you hear that, yeah, we, we, we've still got people telling us we shouldn't be opening, but it's you know that's not for us to judge. We just get the doors open. Everything's so COVID safe. Got to do. Distanced, can't you? Yeah, we, we, we've, we've never ever taken any kind of details off anybody, be it phone numbers, full names, addresses, anything. So it can be as confidential as possible and as sort of easy, easy to access as possible. But during these strange times, we are getting having to get people to do a, do a, a simple track and trace. But that does get wiped after every Monday night. They've got to redo it for everything they want to come. So we do everything. We've got they've got to wear the masks. They've got to use a sanitizer when they come in. It's all spaced apart two meters. Um, there's hand gels everywhere. And then at the end of the night, we spray all the seats down and with the dental stuff and what have you. So, yeah, we're as, we're as, we're as COVID safe as we possibly can be. And uh, it's vital. The guys need it. And it's been very evident since we did return how much people have needed it and missed it. So, yeah, we're back and another new club, Big House. Can't wait. Fantastic. And you've had a congratulations, congratulatory message as well already from Big House Town uh, FC BTTV. They've, uh, been say, well, well they've been brilliant at Brig House. We have a, they've, they've put us a free, um, the big Andy's Man Club banners. They've actually had us one made and we've got that side at pitch up there. I mean, a day there last season. And the, the, the club, it was actually James, the chairman at Brig House, ran me up a few weeks ago and he's actually sort of set the wheels in motion to get us this venue. So great bit of link up there and helps us out. So spot on. Fantastic. Right. I aimed for under under an hour this week, so I think we're going to call it unless there's any other business. No. Fantastic. So thank you to Magic Rock Brewing for sponsoring the podcast. Thank you, Tom, for doodling as always. And good to see you in the corner and good to see Cozzy and uh, and Peeper enjoying flying the flag over of Huddersfield over 
at Castle Hill. Shame the pub's not there, otherwise Cosy would be in for a, a pint of Magic Rock's finest, I'm sure. Did you see so, there were a brawl at Castle Hill on fireworks night? God, how many? Anyway, but forget it. <laughs> an hour. An hour. We're keeping an hour. Yeah. <laughs> right, thank you to everyone who's joined us online for listening. Sorry, I didn't get a chance to read out some of the last uh, last bits, but we'll we'll reply in the in the chat. There's a team that is dear to its followers. Colours are bright, blue and white They're a team of renown They're the pride of the town And the game of football is their delight And all the while upon the field of play Thousands loudly cheer them on the way Often you can hear them say Who can beat the town today? And then the bells will ring so merrily And every ghost shall be a memory so town play up and bring that cup back to Huddersfield So town play up and bring the cup back to Lads, what's your favourite 90th minute goal? Got to be Heffley against Leeds. A shot from Moy and sliding in at the death, Michael Heffley. Great finish to the game. Shared with my family, only made better by ordering McDonald's via muck delivery afterwards. Three points, nut nugget share box, spot on. Order muck delivery now by the McDonald's app. You in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <laughs> 